Welcome to the Everything RVC podcast. I am David Costello. And change of plans. Today I'm joined by assistant professor. Is that correct? Uh, associate assistant, something like Jerry that. Jerry Hey, Wel- Welcome, Jerry. How you doing? Uh, this is Jerry. I'm the chair of MassCom here at Rock Valley and happy to be guest uh, guest sitting today. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to have you here. Um, I don't want us to get sidetracked. I'm, I'm a little worried that you and I will get sidetracked yeah. real quick with movie talk or something like that. So we'll try That's to rein each other in <laughs> Good luck. on that. But <laughs> since you are new to the podcast anyway, our listeners probably need to know who you are sure. and what, what sort of your RVC story. Yeah, my RVC story, um, it's been a part of my life more than it hasn't. I uh, started here as a student in the mid-90s. So I'm, again, my age there a little bit. Um, and right away, I fell in love with it. I uh, worked... Um, with the Starlight Theater, Studio Theater. Mike Webb is a mentor of mine. He hired me on as a student worker, I think my first semester, and started working at the theater. And I always wanted to get into some kind of performance or production work. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a mass comm program at the time, so theater was kind of fun, and, and it really opened my eyes to working with actors and directing. And hmm. right after that, I became the stage manager, and, and it took off from there. Uh, then I went off and got my degree after getting my associates here. Yeah. And then how long have you been teaching here? Um, I've been on staff since, as you can imagine, 2001. I came back okay. and started working back with Mike. He needed a stage manager, um, and I was working freelance. So I did I did stage manager for him starting in 2001, and then I started being an adjunct. Mm-hmm. So I started teaching classes down in MassCom, and then uh, went full-time, I believe, in 2013, Okay. and then took over as the chair of the department the year after. And you, you've had a lot of, it's been a really successful program from what I've noticed in my time here and a, a lot of graduates that have gone on to do some really cool stuff. You want to highlight some of that? I mean, every, everybody probably knows yeah. the big one recently. But. Yeah, the big one recently was Bing. Um, 2017, his film was selected for Sundance, uh, screened January 2018, and he won uh, an Audience Award, Jury Award. So that was awesome mm-hmm. for directing. And then um, was nominated for the Oscar the year after and got it released by Hulu and mm-hmm. went on to some great things. And he's still working on some really cool stuff. Um, and he was one of my first students. He actually, yeah. when I was an adjunct, I uh, took over the, the advanced video production class. So it had been about a decade ago, 2009, 2010. And he was in my first class, my very mm-hmm. first class for that. We've had students go out and work on movies and yeah. out in Hollywood. And, and locally, we have um, a lot of TV stations, a lot of media mm-hmm. production here in town. And uh, kind of the mass comm mafia gets hired yeah. in those places because they, they come to me looking for new employees. And I my graduates are ready to roll. And yeah. they, they get in there and they, they, they do really good stuff. And is it Emily at the Art Deli? Yeah. She's kind of the new like face of their uh, social media and all their marketing stuff. And em- uh, Emily started about five years ago with us, and then she became a student worker. She was really mm-hmm. um, just really good at helping kids out. Like, that's what we want in our student workers. They, they really help the incoming students learn some of the things. And yeah. she was really good. So she became a student worker for us, and then she went on to uh, work here in the community. And she's definitely, you know, rocking it down the rad. So that's awesome. awesome. Great. Well, yeah. you were slated to come on as a guest at the <laughs> end of December, but um, I guess we could still do that. You know, why not? You can be in both chairs. I got lots to talk about. Sure, why not? Yeah. Again, now, talk about getting sidetracked. That's oh, the day yeah. we'll get sidetracked. I talk. think we're bringing in Nate Talon, who's a friend of ours who works here at the school that day. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, the three of us tend to talk movies a lot. Yeah, we'll go down a few rabbit holes <laughs> in that one. But uh, today, we're pretty excited because uh, today is the first time that we are going to welcome a student from Rock Valley College onto Excellent. the podcast. So far, like, we've talked about how we're booked all the way through 2020 already, which is great. We've got, and it, it's really all over the map. We've got students, current students. We have alumni who want to come on. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what we had hoped for. We've got faculty, obviously, and staff. 
But today's the first time we're going to get to talk to a student, and it's our student trustee, and you'll find out more about what that means later. We are uh, pleased to be joined by Annika Vincent. Hi, Annika. Hello. It's great to be here. Good to have you here. It's very good to see you outside of Zoom. I think I've only really (laughs) seen you in Zoom meetings, Zoom board meetings at this point. So it's good to see at least part of your face is what I keep telling people during COVID behind your mask. (laughs) Good to see part of your face. Uh, Annika, what is your RVC story? So what led you here as a student? So, yeah, um, growing up, uh, my dad was actually a student here, a part-time student, um, an adult student. And uh, he actually took me on campus one time and showed me around. And I always figured I'd just go straight from, you know, high school to, like, NIU or something like that. But uh, my math teacher proposed it to me that it's way smarter to go to community college. And, you know, so that's when I started my, um, my dual credit um, mm-hmm. And it was my, it was the summer after my sophomore year. Uh, I took, I think it was pre-U.S. history, and I remember the first day they were like, "Okay, we have a ten-page paper due at the end of the semester," <laughs> and I was like, "What is this? I don't know <laughs> if I should be here right now." <laughs> but um, I worked through it, and I really came to love this college. I love my favorite part about this um, institution is the teachers, for mm. sure. There are some fantastic professors here, instructors mm-hmm. that um, have really just kicked off my educational aspirations. I Where say. did you go to high school? East High School. Okay. Yup. And yeah, I, I didn't want to do running start because I thought I needed like yeah. a transition in between. Mm-hmm. But by, by the end of high school, I was pretty ready to just come here yeah. full time. So you did the you did the dual credit where you were on campus? Right. Yep. I was taking like two classes here, one class here a semester and mm-hmm. then it's kind of like cheating the system in a way cuz I also took summer classes, so like I had very small schedules each year. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's called smart scheduling. Yeah. Just saying, yeah. Nothing cheating there. That's just being smart. Yeah. <laughs> what were the what were the first classes that you took as a dual credit? Oh yeah, so you have to. So it's dual credit. You have to take high school classes mm-hmm. that or college classes that match up with your high school credit. So right. I took the um, pre-U.S. history. I took econ, English 101, 103, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the most impactful classes I want to say is the second one I took here, which was Intro to Sociology. Yes. Never in a classroom had I learned about systematic oppression, um, mm. the gender spectrum, the cycle of poverty, all that good stuff, and. I almost wish it wasn't a conversation reserved for higher education. Mm. Yeah. So that's where I really fell in love with mm-hmm. what I'm interested in now. Reading off of you uh, talking about the teachers, what teachers in general? What were some things or so, who were some of the teachers and what, what stood out about them? Um, so let's, I'll start with sociology. It was Dr. Crane. Sure. Um, he's just a very animated teacher. He was always <laughs> – and one of the favorite things that I, I take with me even today is he would always say you don't have to agree but you have to understand. Mm. And that's something I feel like can be applied to many, many things, right. um, especially with the controversy we have you know, mm-hmm. in America today. Um, another professor that I really liked, uh, Robert Delonzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had him for humanities. Such a great guy. I had a 730 class with him. I, I don't know why I signed up for it. But, <laughs> but he, I've had that thought before, too. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, he is a morning person, and he was just always jumping all over the oh, classroom. That's good. That helps. It was it was awesome. That's interesting because I was about to say probably even the professors regret that one <laughs> once in a while. Like, why did I sign up for a seven? Uh, I think my earliest one in, in a normal semester is a nine, and that's early enough uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say if it's something earlier than that, we got to be getting breakfast or something. Yeah, right. So did you have it in your mind while you were dual credit that you're gonna 
you're going to continue on and come here as a freshman? Yeah, for sure. I definitely thought it was the better decision to, you know, get all, like, because it's easier to transfer with a degree than mm-hmm. it is with, it is. like, credits everywhere. Mm-hmm. Some are non-transferable. So, yeah, yeah for sure. And I really loved being on, ca- being on campus. I'm so sad that things right. are the way they are because yeah. being on campus was so much fun. Like, after coming out of my dual credit, and like, I wasn't on campus that much. The only building I was ever in was really, like, classroom building one, classroom building two. Mm-hmm. But when I came here full-time fall 2019... It was so awesome. Yeah. Studying, like, outside by the creek, all yeah. that good stuff, getting coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Are you able – or what's your schedule like this fall? Do you have any component where you're on oh, like a campus? No. Nope. I only have one synchronous class, Ooh. too. So. Okay. Gotcha. What are you studying? Um, so I'm, like – I'm undeclared technically, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to lean my studies towards sociology and philosophy, later okay. continuing on to law, hopefully. Very good. Um, still have to get some stuff in place for that, but sure. I'm trying my best, yeah. Are you looking farther down the road? Any schools yet? Any thinking about transfer places? Um, I was, you know, really, because I want to focus more on the, in- the institution that I want to worry about is where I get my law degree from. Okay. So I was, um, I was going to go to NIU because it's close, you sure. know, I get to see my mom still <laughs> and all that good stuff. Um, but I've recently been thinking of going to the campus um, Urbana-Champaign. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. What order? University of Illinois? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, you got it right. Urbana-Champaign, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. 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 You nailed it. See, you're ready. You're ready. <laughs> she even knows where it is. She's ready. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a good plan. Uh, let's talk about the trustee position. Yeah. What yeah. interested you about that position? You know, um, I, I was not aware of the position until one of my favorite professors, Dave Ross, brought oh, it yeah. to oh, me. Oh, we had Dave on last week. Yeah. Great yeah. guy. Yeah, he, I actually just saw him at Octane. Ah, <laughs> I told him I was going to mention him in the podcast. There you go. He, I had him for speech, he, um, mm-hmm. and he really thought I did well in his class and that I was well articulated and focused, and so he just brought it to me, and I had no idea what it was, but... I did my research of other schools and what their jobs were, and um, yeah, I did the application, the interviews, and I ended up getting it, and um, I'm still becoming familiar in my position, but a lot more than I was at first. (laughs) Right. Um, It's all about just communicating the student perspective to the board, because it's not one that they often get to see. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of difficult to do that in these times, getting adjusted. Mm This, this position was really hard to get familiar with because it was all handed to me virtually. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really able to match any faces with the names and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And mm-hmm. it, it was funny uh, when we did, because we had to do presidential interviews oh, okay. in person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't even recognize me because it was Zoom. <laughs> right. Because it, it was all virtual. And yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been difficult getting familiar, but I'm really starting to get my footing with it and participating in student government and executive council and student mm-hmm. life and all that stuff. Had you done that before? Student government or student council? I have not. No, I wish. I really wish I would have, but... Mm-hmm. Not um, even in high school? No. No. Yeah. So what? when you were researching the position, what was it about it that you said, yeah, I think I'm going to go for it? It was just, you know, something I find that people my age are not completely aware of is local politics. Mm-hmm. And just how effective they are, even more than federal often. Yeah. Um, when you get involved on campus with that government, um, you can, I mean, your voice is heard. You put on a platform where they have to listen to you. 
that's what I found most interesting about it. And one of my biggest goals with this position is I haven't accomplished it yet, but I would like everyone on campus to know of this position because mm-hmm. it struck me that I had no idea. Right. And it's such a big role mm-hmm. to it, that should be communicated with by the students, you know, should be, sure. um, what's the word, utilized. Yeah. Outside of the board meetings, what are you doing uh, to communicate with students, to re- get that uh, viewpoint to the board? Are you meeting with student groups or um, anything like that? So, yeah, I do. Like I said, I participate in student government and executive council. Um, David and I were actually talking about social media platform for it. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go forward with that or if I'm simply going to start going into, like, virtual classrooms, like in poli-sci or um, sociology, you know, focused in um, – more social mm-hmm. issue classes where yeah. people might be interested. Um, yeah, I I got to work on that for sure. That is my goal. I want I want everyone to know what this position is and that they can go for it and yeah. make a difference and their voice can be heard. And reach out to you to get to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah it seems like in this virtual environment, I don't want to speak for the faculty, but perhaps it's easier even to allow Annika to pop in on a virtual oh, right. class and, and yeah. kind of tell them about the position or sure. what it does just for a couple of minutes and then pop into another one and right. do the same thing. Or I what? would absolutely say reach out to Bob DiLonzo and all those guys and just, you know, send them a message and tell them what you're trying to do. And I'm sure your response would be would be great. Um, we do a lot of that with the, the Valley Forge that I'm the advisor for. We want to get students involved and see if they want to write or produce content for us. And what we'll do is we'll reach out to the professors and say, hey, can we, you know, this is even before COVID, we'd say, can we stop by your class on a day yeah. and talk? And then we'd, the response is always great. They're always very open to that. And um, even now in COVID, we've done it where we've done pop-ins on synchronous lectures or meetups or things like that. So, so it would work out. For, for the, you probably had some limited opportunities to interact with the student body, but if you have had some opportunity, what sort of things are you hearing that they want heard at board meetings or? Um. Honestly, not much. Students, I think, have had a very difficult time staying engaged through all this. This is our first semester where it's, you know, completely the way things are going to be now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I said, um, I'm, I'm moving, I'm trying to accomplish right now, popping into those classrooms and making those plans to do that. I'm kind of in the process with it. Mm-hmm. It took me, a, um, like I said, a bit to catch my footing in all sure. of this and mm-hmm. get familiar with the position. What's your own viewpoint as, a, as, as far as what you want to represent or accomplish on it? Uh, you know, what sort of things do you, when your term ends at the end of the year, what, what do you hope you accomplish besides creating awareness for the position? Right. What would you want to have accomplished? Um, first of all, I'm hoping to become more confident in speaking to the board. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I have really been focusing on and that's always caught my attention is um, the PACE presentations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of thing. I There's like a new board policy right now that we just read over. Um, you know, they proposed the chief diversity officer. Um, position and all that good stuff. That is something I'm really interested in and have been focusing on. Mm-hmm. Whenever a PACE presentation pops up, I'm always like... Mm. Right, yeah. good. Can I go to the student side about a little bit? Um, as a student, now in this situation that we're in and how you're you're going through your courses, um, I'd like your perspective. Like, how how is the online going for you? You said you don't have any hybrid courses. Nope. Um, so you're all online with all of your courses. What are things that you're seeing that are working for you and what are you seeing things that aren't working for you? Um, so 
I have semi been enjoying. It's like bittersweet, yeah. this online thing. It's like you can create your own schedule and everything, and you have all your assignments listed out in front of you. But that's something I've actually struggled with uh-huh. a bit is um, at the beginning of semester, some classes will like do one assignment at a time, and then some classes will do everything is laid out in front of you. And uh-huh. I'm that kind of person where I'm like, I need to get ahead. How ahead do I need to get? Mm-hmm. Am I too far ahead? Sure. All that stuff. Um, I accidentally, I don't know, you guys know the ST100 class? Yes. I'm familiar, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm graduating in the spring, and I just took it this semester. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How to prepare for college. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in your last year of college. <laughs> Learning all about the differences between high school and college. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? In every class I take, I try to take something from it. And mm-hmm. so what I try to take from that one was career planning. Sure. We had to lay out our entire, like, plan for the future the yeah. near future and mm-hmm. that really helped me so yeah you gotta have that i think I, when i um figured out what i wanted to do in life as you say with a career and things it really did help to just start looking at what programs are out there which one is best for me and just even if it's like a few stops down the road getting that sort of visualized and having it not just be a checklist but just something i can pull at and say okay i'm going to get to that point get to that point get to that point and then you know, it really helps you to just kind of have that plan in place. Right. You can you can turn off on and do different things, but you got to have something you're going for. I mean, if you're not thinking that way, you can get a little distracted and you can get sidetracked very easily, I think. So um, smart to you, for you to have that plan kind of in place. Has there been any class you have taken that really surprised you, how much you liked it? Like maybe you were like, eh, I guess I'll take this, and then it blew you away and you just loved it. Are you talking <laughs> about this semester or in general? Any, anytime. There's been more than one. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Probably world religions. Mm. Oh. I loved that. Class. I hear that often from my students. Did you have well. Professor Wagner? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We went on this epic. Field. This is the only class I've yes. ever had a field trip. A field with. trip. And we went to go see the Baha'i Temple. Yes. Have you guys ever seen that? No. Yes, I have. There's, and it's crazy. Yeah. There's one in each continent, and ours happens to be in Chicago. Huh. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was. We went to so many. Or we went to, I think, four stops, and it was just, yeah. we went to this beautiful synagogue in Chicago and all that good stuff. I really yeah. had a good time because I feel like, you know, we're very surrounded by Christianity right. in this country. Right. It's Western mm-hmm. culture. So it was very interesting to learn about Eastern mm-hmm. religions and stuff I'm never really around. Yeah, Brian That's comes great. down and shoots some interviews in our studio, and he'd bring in um, folks to talk to and get these these really great things. And I would be sitting there just running, like, the board or, like, running a camera or something, and I'd be like, lost in what they were saying. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I gotta start doing this. I remember watching those videos. Yes, he still uses them, absolutely. Um, and then the trip, I was to say, we did a, um, a photojournalist, one of our students uh, that was really into photojournalism last year, um, uh, Nick Talon, he went on the trip and he did this photo essay on the on the trip. And when he brought back, we submitted and he won an award for it because it was just such a hmm. pure, wow. like the visuals when you were there, like looking at the buildings and all the places that they go, he did a really good job covering that. And, um, you know, so... It's a good, I've heard I've heard very similar things from other students about that class. It was a great experience yeah. for sure. Awesome. Awesome. So outside of school, what do you like to do? Uh, we talked about how yeah, you can't, there's really not a lot of campus life right now. But yeah. what yeah. are you doing to try to stay entertained, or what do you like to do for fun when you're not studying? I don't really have. I used to I used to do instruments and sports and all that, but mm-hmm. um, now I really find myself. It's more like going for walks. Mm-hmm. stuff like that um listening to podcasts um, everything rvc hopefully right? <laughs> right you know tiktok's a big thing right now oh, and right. i can keep you glued for quite a few <laughs> hours <laughs> um, yeah 
Well, that's good. Yeah. Do you, do you uh, do you get into any of the like binge watching or any of that stuff, especially yeah. while you're stuck yeah. at home? So what yes. do you what do you watch? Have you guys seen the new movie? Um, it's not a show that I binge watch, but it's one I watched recently. Sure. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. No. Have it's not. crazy. Is it on Netflix? Yes. Okay. So it's give us so the run, give us the rundown of it. What's the I, it's what so it? hard to explain. It's like an experimental film. So like you know, it's kind of hard to explain those. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. But it's, it's they're very unique, right? This yes. It's very different. It's very chaotic. It's like a dream, basically. Yes. But surreal. It's a couple on a road trip, and it's like su- it's a horrible blizzard. They think about turning back. They don't. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the ending just changes the entire plot. Like it's one of those. Hmm. It's very hard to explain. I recommend it. I'm sold. If you have time. Yeah. Why not? Put it on the queue. Get some Advil, it might give you a headache. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like you're speaking Jerry's language. That's oh, good. yeah, I love, I'm, I'm, yeah, the age of streaming has been uh, open new worlds uh, for all of my students and for mm-hmm. me as a teacher, and it's just, it's pretty great, and, um, you know, I love it. As much as I love being in the theater, and I miss it, that, like, is probably my top two things I miss yeah. in this age, being able to just run to the theater and, and no oh, worries. I know. I mean, walking into a theater and walking out is, is two of the best things ever. I know. I was so excited for Tenet, and I uh, haven't been able to work up the the guts to go yet. But uh, But then you got streaming, and then these shows, and there's so many, and they pop up. And hopefully someday. uh, I'm watching Raised by Wolves right now on HBO Max, and it's it's pretty trippy too. Science fiction, which I always like. I know it looks like I'm playing on my phone, but I'm actually pulling up the campfire question. So this is a new segment. You've been listening, Annika. So (laughs) you know if you listen. Yeah. So Amanda has this. Is this the part you were nervous about? Probably. <laughs> so bless her heart, she couldn't be here today, but I said, hey, you still need to be a part of this. What was the campfire question for Annika? So okay. she gave me the, what the question was going to be. So so we have this one, and then you'll draw two random ones out of your bag. But we're going we're gonna to start with the campfire one. So the premise of that is you're sitting around a campfire, okay. and one of your friends or family members asks you this question. So Annika... What is one thing that always puts a smile on your face? Going for walks with my mom. Oh, sure. Uh, Love it. During the summertime, uh, when quarantine first started, for a while I wasn't seeing her. I um I moved out when I was like eighteen, and um so I hadn't seen her and my siblings in a long. It was like two months. I tried not to go over there. Yeah. But um, finally, we broke the quarantine, started going on walks together. We'd get like 10,000 steps a day, every day. Like, yeah. We were just all about it. And we just started that back up. It got kind of hot over the summer, mm-hmm. so we stopped. But yeah. I'm actually, that's where I'm headed after this. So Beautiful. I'm go nice. walk with my oh, mom. We have, now. we have great talks about psychology, sociology, mm-hmm. politics, religion, all that good stuff. Man, your walks are more educational than mine, that's for sure. Yeah, I just got ra- we take the dogs with us every night, and I'm just more wrangling them than anything. But I, it I is nice it. to get Didn't out. Didn't you take a walk yesterday? Oh, we take one every night, yeah. yeah. Every night between 5 and 6 or 7 or so, like either before or after dinner. My son loves taking them. And, yeah. It's good and medicine. So, yeah, we take the dogs, and we live out in this really rural area, so it's beautiful right now. The trees are starting to turn, and yeah, yeah it's sure. really nice. That's great. I think a lot of people have taken stuff like that up during COVID. Certainly yeah. when I was stuck home for a few months on my lunch break every day, if it was nice, I went out for a run or something like that. It was a nice break in the day. So nice. good answer. Yeah. Very good. So you, you tackled the campfire question. So you're, <laughs> I, did I mean, my you're, best. yeah, I mean, you're <laughs> on, great. you're on a roll now. So you might as well reach into that little oh, bag you the have bag there. Of questions. And get yourself a random question. This you're, is my favorite segment every week. You're going to read it. Okay. And if you really get stuck, we'll let you move on to a different one. But Oh, this one's 
This one's very interesting. Okay. Uh, do you believe things happen for a reason? Wow. I have thought Jeez. about this. Okay, question. now Jerry's gonna Jerry's gonna be like, I, I teach journalism. You never ask a yes no question. So <laughs> don't just a closed question. <laughs> yeah, don't just that. answer that yes or no. Yeah. Give it, I yeah. have an explanation. Any of my students, I gotta take a pause. <laughs> any of my students, they, I always make them write open ended questions. It's right. any of our discussions, and they have to, and it's the hardest thing for them to get out. <laughs> what did I do wrong? I go, can you answer it yes or no? That's not what we're looking for. Yep. So that's what we're looking for. We so there you go. Some detail on this one. A little detail. Okay. So, I believe in cause and effect. Mm -hmm. I think that's the leading force in this world. Absolutely. In my humble belief. Um, I don't believe in predetermined fate, mm -hmm. but I do believe that one thing has an effect on another thing has an effect on another thing. Yep. And for that, yes, everything does happen for a reason. There is a ripple effect that does take place that has caused I mammy mean, me to be here today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. right. You know? Thousands of little decisions got you. Right. Yeah. The butterfly so, effect. Totally. I so, would, yeah. Do you have an example of that in your um, own life? Probably. I mean, just the one, like I said right now, like why I'm here right now, mm -hmm. for instance. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of a good one, but I'm not good thinking. Yeah, that's fine. I'm tied to <laughs> karma. Like you give what you get. Like if you're a positive, yeah, exactly. if you're a positive aspect or a positive effect on people, you're going to get that back. Yeah. Um, so I just, I'm a big believer in karma which i say would be like that cause and effect like what yeah. you're projecting is what you're going to receive oh i do i think i agree 100 percent, and i i have had examples in my own life the very first show we did i talked about how rvc changed my life twice and mm -hmm. one was this job popping yes. up and how i yes. got it and had it not not happened and who gave you that advice right and the relationship wouldn't have taken off wife? with my yeah i got married because of that and you know none right. of that happens right you know, necessarily so yeah I, I love that answer so thank you for not just saying yes or no yeah absolutely. although it would have been funny <laughs> yeah. yes. all right let's reach on in there and get another one oh, i would have had some notes on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh let's see a good one this reminds me of secret santa yeah right oh what's a movie you can practically quote from from start <gasps> to finish a movie question perfect i got several Jerry and I are like, oh, I've got, yeah, uh, I got Do this. you guys want to go first? Do you have one? If not, we... Let me think about All it. All right. Sure. What's yours? Uh, there's a bunch. Most of them are comedies. Yeah, um, same, same. Uh, Caddyshack, Step Brothers, mm. uh, even probably Blazing Saddles or something like that to Annette. I mean, mm -hmm. anything that is so, they're just super quotable. And, and they pop up, Tommy Boy would probably actually be the number one. Yeah. And I actually teach parts from Tommy Boy in my filmmaking class. Oh, some, that's correct. Some textbook technique being used. So I get to use that in my class, and that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, and my students happy because they, you know, even if they're too young to know it, they, they, they appreciate it because you know, right. it's, it's funny. And yeah. I think that's a good way to, to keep it lively for students is to bring in some humor and bring in some comedy and I even incorporate, you know, better or worse, some memes into my, my teaching as well. Yeah. Kids recognize that. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, those four, and it's going to be comedies for sure. Yeah, I think that's normal. I don't think too many people are going to be, like, reciting dramas <laughs> word for word. Uh, for me, it's the same. Like, Breakfast Club, yeah. I can do that. Fletch. Totally. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, any, anything like goofy comedies like that for yeah. sure. But, yeah. So did, did we buy you enough time to think uh, of one over yeah, there? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not anything I probably watched recently or I, I like, love right now. Mm -hmm. But the only thing I can think of really is, like, cartoons I watched as a kid. Oh, yeah. Like, movies like Nemo and Toy Story. Sure. Just because I watched them so much as a kid that whenever I watch it, I can say things, like, exactly how the characters are saying yep. them. Mm -hmm. and 
do you do that yeah. in your head or when you're saying them like you'll say it in their voices like you'll say it in the yeah. way that you'll say it yeah. and uh <laughs> when i went to college for a long time got a couple degrees so my wife goes yeah you went to school yeah lots of people go to school for seven years and yeah yeah jerry they're called doctors, <laughs> doctors. Yeah. so another tommy boy quote but yeah i mean absolutely and that's funny when those quotes pop up in normal conversation absolutely during the, like your life you're like you just yeah. this would be for, for you say it and it just works perfectly of course the worst part is when you drop one of those lines and on somebody know. and they don't <laughs> know it yeah they have no idea like they're, yeah, they're too young or uh, it runs i ha it happens with me and abby all the time oh sure or i will drop some or some quote from Seinfeld or something. Like, I always feel like she's like an old soul. She would know him, but she doesn't because she's no. she was younger. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. Well, I'll give you an example. She actually came over last night to do our uh, family photos because my yeah. son's going to be three and uh, his theme for his, his party is going to be nothing but a three thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my wife was all excited because we were going to do the costume change and she's like, I'm going to go get his birthday shirt and put that on now and you're going to take some pictures. You're going to love it. She puts it on and it's just blank stare from Abby. Like she didn't get it. Like, like it was a really popular hip hop song back in the when you were two. Yeah. But yeah, so that happens to me a lot with her. But I don't know. That was kind of fun. You want to do another one? Yeah, I'll do another. Yeah, one. Yeah, right, yeah. Like go crazy. Questions. Grab another this is, one. Like I said, it's my favorite part of the whole week. Listen to these questions. The bag of questions. How often do you change the questions in the bag of questions? Well, we made the mistake the one time of the person threw them back and we didn't realize it. Oh. So we had some repeats, but now we've tossed the old ones. I think she had about 20 in there to start with. Nice. Oh, what is one of your most or one of your fondest childhood memories? Hmm. I like that one. I have a picture of my, okay, I don't really remember this, but I have a okay. picture, sure. which has caused me to have fake memories about it. Of okay. But there's this picture on my wall and I'm like laying on this blanket in my backyard and I am like three years old and I look so peaceful. Huh. I'm looking up at the sky and it's just, I just remember being in my backyard a lot as mm -hmm. a kid mm -hmm. and always during the summertime, just being out there for hours and hours yeah. and yeah. running around really like my neighbor's house and stuff like that. We had mm -hmm. neighborhood kids right across the street, the same ages as me and all of my siblings. So yeah, yeah we did too. That was always it. really nice because you had yeah. like instant playmate right across the street and they always want to do stuff. You have to go anywhere. Right right there all the time yeah my closest friends growing up were the ones that lived on the same street as me we yeah. just hung out all the time so that's a good one so I yeah i mean same here and the just growing up like the stuff you do in the, we lived way out in the middle of nowhere so we did it we luckily had a few houses every so often it was very farm like so there's like down the next farm farm here some mm -hmm. cornfields to jump cornfields <laughs> the forests that like divided the fields there would be oh. wood tree lines and we had forts out there and yeah and it I remember one in particular, we got yelled at because we went out at like six in the morning and started working on a fort and we're like sawing and hammering and they could hear it. It <laughs> echoed through the valley. Over there. And so they came, the farmer comes out and goes, what are you guys doing out here? Yeah. We're like, we're building. And he oh, goes, man. it's too early. <laughs> I was like, too early for the farmer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we, we took a break and then we came back around eight and yeah. finished up. Finished that up. Yeah. Well, you got, yeah, we got, we we're too early. Good deal. Well, Annika, it was great getting to know you. It's yeah, uh, thanks so much for having me. Okay. Yeah. It was fun. It was great talking to you. Never been on a podcast, only listened to them, well, so it was now interesting. You can, you're part of it now. That's yeah. right. <laughs> now you can check that one off your list, and now you're comfortable enough. Next time I need a guest host, you can take over this oh, chair. Man, I don't know about Do that. Do it. It's fun. <laughs> but we, uh, we wish you luck in the rest of your uh, RVC journey, and yeah. of course, uh, with your role on the, on the board, and we'll be seeing you in Zoom there. And yeah. For sure. And, Thank uh, you guys 
so much. No, thank you. Okay, have you a great have, day. You too. Take care. Stay safe. Yeah, we will do. So, Jerry, what did we learn about Annika? Probably a lot because we didn't um, really know her coming in. I had never met Annika. Um, very impressed. Very impressed with her. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm impressed with most of my students that come through Rock Valley. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have a plan. They have a goal. They, they, if they don't, they, they know they can figure that out here. And, right. And I think that's that's really yeah. important. And, um, yeah, Annika's on a, on a good path. Yeah, I think so, too. I think she has the right attitude about the position. And, um, you know, I said this before. I've seen a lot of them in 14 years that yeah. have been in that position. And it's been it's run the gamut. And some of them, you can tell they're literally just doing it to throw it on the resume. And it is a great thing to put on the resume. Sure. But if that's your only right. reason for doing it, it's not the right way to go about it. And you can tell that's not her at all. She definitely, yeah. she wants to dig in. She wants to learn more. She wants to make an impact. And she wants to leave a little bit of a legacy there, too. Mm-hmm. When I say that, I mean, she wants to really bring an awareness to it so other students know about it. And will want to be, you know, fill her shoes next year. Yeah, more people possible that know about it, the, you know, better candidate pool you'll have drawing for it for the future as well. It's always nice. Right. Um, I could equate that to the writers for the Forge. Like we get some people that just want to be a, their name on the masthead and be a part of it, but then we have some that really want to get involved and really want to, you know, make sure it's something great and, and make sure people know about it. So I get that. I feel that way about her. Yeah, she's really bright. Um, that was great chatting with her so excited to see you know what she does and not only in her rest of her time here but in the future as well yeah. so and she brought up octane and i haven't really had lunch yet so that's now sounding really good <laughs> so your stomach's been growling yeah she said it's ramen day i gotta go down and get some noodles <laughs> so next next week we always like to tease what's coming up sure what's happening next, next week i don't so know next week you know i don't want to i don't think i'll offend anybody but you, you almost should come back next week and, and co-host with me again because um, next week, I'm calling it Geek Week. Oh, I'm a um, geek, so that'll work. Our guests are going to be, because we, li- we like to try to ask them, you know, give us some stuff you think you might want to talk about. So we've already kind of reached out to those two people. And, sure. and uh, so one is uh, Professor George uh, Hernandez. Oh, yeah. He's going to be on. I know George. And uh, he said, well, you know, he gave me some of his RBC stuff he wants to talk about and the psychology piece of it. He goes, but I'm also kind of, an, kind of a geek, and oh, yeah. I like to read. Have you seen his office? No, I haven't. Oh, check it out. It's pretty great. Yeah, so I, I said, oh, great. Sounds perfect, because our other guest later in the week is Joe Wolford. And I don't know if you know Joe. He's a recruiter, no. admissions, uh, recruitment, new enrollment person. And uh, he has his office it looks very similar to yours. Ah. He has a lot of the little uh, figurines and, you know, the pop figures. And, and he's into Star Wars like I am and all that stuff. So, again, talk about going down the rabbit hole. He and oh, I yeah. might end up talking about a lot of Star Wars. So I'm so I'm theming next week is Geek Week. Perfect. So yeah, you might want to just oh, pop I, in I, for that. I was already going to tune in. Now I'm just excited. <laughs> so yeah, so speaking of tuning in, <laughs> we appreciate all of you who have been tuning in. We hope you'll continue to do so. You can find us on all the major platforms like we've talked about before. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google Podcasts. Everywhere. You can find us directly on the website at rockvalleycollege.edu slash everything rbc thanks for tuning in today it was great talking to annika and jerry thank you for joining hey man thanks for asking it was was really a lot of fun great until next time geek week next week